Figure PR is a consumer PR agency. We handle a number of um, consumer, entertainment, uh, food and drink retail brands. Um, and our client base includes such diverse brands as Canon, Toshiba, Warner Brothers, American Express, Amazon.co.uk. I think the way in which a retailer manages its brand reputation or the way that it is perceived by its customers, um, its potential future customers and its shareholders is of, is of huge significance. Um, one of the big influencing factors in consumers buying from a particular retailer is uh, a sense of brand loyalty. That it's important to consumers that they feel that the retailer that they are purchasing from shares their values or offers products that are right for them and their lifestyle. And one of the most effective ways that a retailer can manage those perceptions is through public relations. I think the first stage in any public relations campaign is to look at what the business objectives are. What does the business want to achieve? So in the case of Amazon, it may be increased awareness with certain demographics. It might be that they want to be known for being particularly good value or having good delivery services in particular areas that they retail in. Um, and then the second stage is to work out which channels are available to communicate to customers, to different stakeholders what's the best way of using those channels and which are the best messages and means of communicating via those channels. Ideally, PR should be part of an integrated marketing approach. And what I mean by that is that what happens in the public relations channel should follow the same principles and the same creative guidelines as the activity that happens in the marketing channel or the advertising channels. So for example, over the last few years, as green issues have become uh, more prominent, um, that's another filter that consumers are applying when they choose where they're going to shop or where they're going to buy their products. Um, and as such, consumers increasingly expect companies to be acting responsibly in that area. Of course, it's one thing to be acting responsibly in that area, it's another to make sure that the public, the consumers, the customers, know that you're acting responsibly in that area. My name is Jane Powell and I work for the Green Shop in Bisley in Gloucestershire. Um, it's a sustainable building, we sell sustainable products. Over the years the words green, environmental, eco came more and more on board. But that's how we started it off. Selling anything from, as I say, bars of soap, cleaning products, anything to do with the sustainable products eco-products, local, organic, whatever we could find, you know, we would sell. Obviously we would look into all the products in a really deep way, but that's how we started it off. Uh, this is Ludgate Circus Leon, which used to be a pub, and I'm John Vincent, and I started uh, Leon with my friend Henry, and also with my friend Allegra, about six and a half years ago now. When it comes to ethics and whether we can change food culture and change food industry, there is this institutional imperative, and it's very difficult for a CEO to turn around to a, a set of shareholders within McDonald's and say, we're going to add three or four percentage points to the cost in order to be more ethical. It's very difficult for them to do that. However, I cannot see, given the installed base that all of these people have, I think that change will come as much from them copying us as it will from us growing. We see it already. I think the biggest impact that we've made, I think, is not just through the 50,000 people we serve each week, it's through the change that is being made that affects the millions of people that already shop at McDonald's or Sainsbury's or Tesco. Um, and I think that they are, those companies are changing what they do because of what the small players are doing. So I think inherently those companies are amoral. I'm not saying they're immoral, but those companies are amoral. They will only do what is right for the bottom line 
and they will only do what the consumer makes them do through their wallet and through their spend. Um, and if we can influence the consumer behaviour and the consumer attitude so that they force those amoral, not immoral, but those amoral companies to change, I think we'll have as big an impact on society through doing that as we will on, on growing organically ourselves. Had this building built, we wanted to know what our carbon footprint was per member of staff. So I actually worked it all out. It was pages and pages of questions and how to work out. Um, and basically, our carbon footprint is 1.34 tonnes per member of staff, whereas an ordinary office or an ordinary shop is between three and four tonnes per member of staff. So we're really, really pleased with that. We've got our carbon footprint right down. We are part of an organisation called the Sustainable Restaurant Association. As part of that, one of the things that you measure is the... Um, uh, the carbon footprint of the entire business. In terms of the carbon footprint, one flight, it's almost like seven weeks of carbon dioxide produced by the entire business. I think in terms of the actual business itself, um, the very fact that it comes through a single chain, the very fact that it, before it comes to that chain it's been sourced mostly within the UK and that it hasn't been flown, that has a big impact. I think the focus on social responsibility, corporate social responsibility, has probably um, died down a little in the last two years as the recession has, has, has taken hold because consumers have are more focused now on price than they are on maybe uh, companies' environmental or social uh, credentials. But it's only going to become more important in the future uh, and it's going to be a very, very big issue for the retail industry in particular.